thanks so much for joining us on Widowed Too Soon. I am your host, Mark Massaro, along with my co-host and friend, Michelle Bader. And today we are going to be talking about finding joy in grief. That is what our topic of discussion will be today. But first, I just wanted to say for anybody who's made it this far, we appreciate you putting up with the sound quality. We've been working on that and trying to figure it out as we're um, trying to record on two um, platforms at once. And so we've had some technical difficulties that we may have figured out. Hopefully we do. Hi, Michelle. Hi. Hey, so I uh, just wanted to see what it means to you and how, like, what kind of strategies do you use um, if you're feeling grief and you want to try to find some joy? Yeah, so I want to back it up to the new widows and what it was like and widowers, what it was like in the very, very beginning, because that's kind of where this starts. Like, you don't have to feel bad about feeling joy. I know in those mm-hmm. first few months, you know, it can seem very overwhelming and it's hard to find joy. In fact, I was thinking back when we were thinking of this topic and trying to remember the first time that I really felt joy and what it felt like, because sometimes it almost feels bad that like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, like my spouse died. How can I feel joy again? It's like, how can I have these two feelings at the same time? And my okay. story is a little bit funny about the first time I really remember somebody noticing that I had joy. So it was exactly one month since my husband passed away. I took my kids on a road trip about five hours east and with where a bunch of my relatives live. They live out in the country on the farm and I had the chance to milk a cow. Sounds silly. (laughs) Doesn't sound like a bunch of joy. Um, But I grew up in the country. I've milked a cow before. It wasn't my first rodeo. So (laughs) it had just been a while. And so my daughter Haley and I said, yeah, we'll milk the cow. They actually needed it done. It's like a chore. So um, shout out to Jesse, if you're listening, my cousin who they do it every day. Um, (laughs) So I went out there and there's this picture of me that I posted where I'm milking the cow and I just am like I'm laughing because it was just like funny and my aunt that I was staying with um, who's also a widow she almost started crying when she said that picture that you posted showed me that your joy is coming back and I can see it in your face and it's just such an amazing thing to see that because you do feel like you could be stuck in that forever and so it wasn't a big thing to find joy, but it was about leaving the house. Um, I decided it was the, you know, the one month I didn't want to be sitting at my house thinking about what happened one month ago. So Mm. I had planned a trip. So planning things has been something that helps me, um, you know, to get out there and live life. I think staying in your home and not leaving, which also, by the way, you know, you and I were both in like deep in COVID when our Mm. spouses died. So it did make it a little more difficult. I know we're still in it somewhat, And um, it's still not the same as it was before. And so you do have to make an effort to get out and go places. But basically everything was closed at that time, except Mm -hmm. for visiting relatives. Um, So that was one of the first things that I did was took a trip and really focused on being around other people is huge for me. Like three nights after my husband passed away, I have this group of girls that we get together once a month. They all came over. And we're just there. They brought us food and, you know, just showed their love. And that, you know, started to bring joy back and just being around people and like finding things that you enjoy. So it might be hard, you know, I had a 
a widow share with me recently that she did everything with her husband. Shout out Mm. to Bernice if you're listening. And so finding the new things, you may have to find new things. Maybe the things that you did with your husband now make you sad. So you might have to get out there and figure out what do I like doing? And it might be it might be exploring new things and trying maybe things you don't love. Um, for example, like I love running. That's something I did before my husband passed away almost every single day that got me in a good headspace. And so I've started to discover that I love that again. It might be being out in nature, but it really is about getting out of your four walls that you live in, like not staying there because that is where it's easy. It's easy to cry on your bed like compared to getting out and doing things. I'm going to use a real life example that really happened today. Today, I had a grief day. I'm 11 months out. I haven't had one for a while, but they come, and we'll talk about this later, in waves, not stages. And they can just come upon you. You know, I had a situation last night trying to buy a car for the first time without my husband. And then today was the anniversary of the day we used to consider him cancer free. And so I had a lot of grief stuff coming up today. I did lay in bed for like an hour and cry, but a couple things happened. Um, I reached out actually to you asking for prayer. And then another friend texted me randomly, but we know nothing is random with God and actually encouraged me in the podcast and how much it meant to her. And then we ended up talking and she was able to pray for me and help kind of like talk me out of my funk. And then the other thing I decided to do, put my phone down and went outside in nature and took a walk Mm -hmm. and just prayed. And that really, you know, started to bring the joy back and then focusing on the good instead of the bad, like what is going right in my life. Um, I have a lot more things I want to share, but I want to give you a chance to talk. What are some things like, can you remember the first thing that brought you joy after your wife passed away or things near that time? I remember um, something kind of funny in regards to, so for the first, like, couple weeks after she passed I was just in a total like fog yeah like everything was just very strange and yes I, I even when somebody told me something funny that I wanted to laugh at like I felt weird and I don't know it just felt so uncomfortable to like laugh at things or to yeah to be had like I felt like and not because I didn't want to be happy because I'm like a really happy person right just generally speaking but because I felt what other people were gonna think if they saw me happy I'm like I feel like I should oh, be right like more like I feel like I should show on my face and that was like a really weird season for me and then I finally got to the point where I was like come come then come challenge the love I had for her if you have something to say like I don't know I when I realized that it's I'm not I don't want to be unhappy and um, that changed a lot for me but going back to what you were saying about with COVID it was kind of funny because well it wasn't funny then but right um, about two months after COVID started, maybe a month and a half, something like that. Um, I hadn't even noticed what was going on because my life was so entrenched with what was going on here. Like I knew of it. I knew it was going on, but I didn't really, it didn't affect me. I was already stuck at home. I was already, you know, I made a Facebook post that said we were quarantined before it was cool. And, um, because I was just stuck and I couldn't do anything. And, um, I remember one time, um, Lacey was in the hospital and I just had this epiphany. I told my kids, I was like, Hey, like, let's go do something. We can go do something. And I was like, let's go do, 
oh wait that's oh, closed, closed yeah. oh wait it's closed I'm like yeah. dang what can we do and so it was weird like the quarantine feeling didn't hit me until months after mm-hmm. COVID because I was already going through it um but you know just I don't remember an exact moment I didn't right. go milk any cows <laughs> really <laughs> Know. And I don't go running. I don't enjoy <laughs> running. Um, it's torture. I don't, I don't. So my good, good mm-hmm. Jeremy from Florida, he's a big time runner. And mm. he's like, oh, when I come out, I'll bring my running shoes and we can run. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I would do it with him. He's, you know, my best friend, one of them. But um, anyways, uh, so I don't have a specific moment I remember, yeah. but I do have a specific moment that one I was just mentioning where I remember deciding that it was okay to mm, feel joy and that good. I wasn't going to let myself feel guilty. That doesn't mean that I felt joy every day or, you know, it's like, but one thing I realized that brought me joy is I had this strong realization. Like you told me, you said, God chose you for this. Yeah. And that really like sank in for me. I was just like, wow, like, yeah, God knows everything. I mean, I knew that, but just hearing you say it to me in that way that God chose you, to be her husband so that you could walk down that road with her. And that just hit me deep, but it, it, I realized that I am a walking testimony of Jesus Christ's love. Mm. and That brought me great joy and right. like more practical, like with what you're saying is, I mean, I guess maybe more practical isn't the right way to say that. Cause um, you know, God is everything, but Going outside and getting sunshine yes, was just, I mean, there's medically speaking, yeah. like get vitamin D from the sun. And like, if you just stay inside, you're destined to feel gloomy, like, sorry, because I know you live in Washington, but that's <laughs> why they say that Washington has like higher suicide rate because they have less, you guys have less sunshine. And, um, so there's a lot to be said about that to just go get outside. Yeah. I remember, um, right out one of the times Lacey got out of the hospital and it was just a really intense time at home. And for some, I'm in Southern California. We don't see a whole lot of rain. Like it's pretty rare. (laughs) And for whatever reason, it rained for like three weeks. And normally I love the rain. I love it. I'll just go stand outside in it. Like I just love the rain. And, um, but I could not wait for it to stop raining because I wanted to feel sunshine. I wanted to see the sun and have something that felt normal because pouring rain and dark storm clouds where I live is just not normal. I mean, where I live in Southern California, we get 120 degree summers, you know, (laughs) It's, uh, you know, the rain is pretty foreign to me, but, um, I don't know, you know, I heard something interesting and I'll, you know, give it back to you or whatever, but grief is different from other emotions. Mm -hmm. So like, if you're angry, you can try to resolve that in your head by trying to be happy if, you know, and so on. I mean, you can, I don't need to give you 10 examples of the opposites of certain emotions, but there is no opposite of grief. Grief is like an arrow that's been shot with no target. Like it's Mm. just kind of going in whichever direction. And that's why some days you can feel joy and other days you're crying and both are okay. But, um, you know, I just think it's, it's good to tell people that it's okay. If you feel joy, it's okay. If you want to laugh, it's 
totally acceptable because everybody's grief is different and nobody's been down the same exact road that you've been down. You can find, get lucky and find someone that's been down like I did with you, find mm-hmm. someone that's been down a similar road. You were the first person I spoke to that it was like, oh yeah, I know what a PET scan is. And yeah, right. I, I know I mentioned that at another podcast, but like for me, that was just, that was so therapeutic right. instead of hearing I can't even imagine. I was hearing, oh, I totally get it. I went through the same thing. And it was just like, oh. So, you know, finding somebody that's been through a similar situation can also bring joy um, in a weird way, just to like relate to somebody, you know, to not feel so alone. But um, anyways, that's just a couple things I had to say. There's actually one more thing I just remembered. Yeah. That brings me joy. And it's a silly little thing, but it works for me and it might work for somebody else. I like to write things down that I want to get done mm. and because it gives me a sense of a sense of accomplishment and that yeah. gives me joy. And I'm a pretty organized person. Um, so my house is generally clean. So I don't really have a lot of tasks I can do there, but I'll write anything really. down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll write anything down that I feel like I can cross off the list, whether it's That's going awesome. to get the pan, taking the trash cans out, um, going to get the car washed, like putting on deodorant, <laughs> putting on deodorant, brushing my teeth, brushing your teeth, you know? like literally everything. I'm like, dude, good job, brush your teeth today. All right, <laughs> way to accomplish things today. <laughs> <laughs> brush all of my teeth. That's Just awesome. So yeah. Anyways, those are good things. Well, I had a few more I wanted to share. I don't know about you. Well, I do know about you, but I like to turn up the music in my house and (laughs) dance like nobody's watching. It's like one of my most favorite things in the whole world to do. And it can bring me right out of my mood, right into a happy place. You know, anybody that knows me that's listening to this is probably (laughs) dying laughing right now. (laughs) They're like, yeah, no, Mark doesn't dance. I like loud music, um, but I don't 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 dance dance. to it. Yeah, it's not my thing. We all, you know, enjoy different things. So yep. that's one thing that I do. Um, uh, finding, you know, Netflix shows that you like, that's a good one. For and sure. give yourself permission. I remember maybe three or four months after Luke passed away, watching Netflix literally all day. I also was having a tooth <laughs> issue and I was sick and blah, blah, blah. And the kids were at school. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to feel guilty. I'm going to do this. And I did it all nice. day. I didn't feel guilty. It was amazing. Anyways, <laughs> um, also things with my kids I know that also brings you joy when you're with your kids yes uh, when we plan to like go places or I don't know just plan things it was it was summer when Luke passed away so it was a perfect time we put up our pool like three days after he passed away and we did a lot of fun outdoor swimming activities um, nice. also finding people that make you laugh you're one of those people in my life that can say (laughs) things that just crack me up and it's so important yeah you know when I was at this grief retreat um I feel like God told me he's going to restore the joy of my youth and my youth was really carefree and fun and life got weighed down when you know I got married and Luke got sick and so I feel like he's bringing me back to that and that's by putting people Mm -hmm. in my life that make me laugh and make me smile. And I think that's really important. So seek out your funny friends and, you know, get to like, let them make you laugh. Cause I think that's really a part of healing. Like laughter is a gift from God. Like sometimes sure. I'm just like laughing so hard and like, this is really <laughs> good, you know, like this is really funny. So I think that's good. Um, 
yeah, like I said, turning up the music. I love that. And, you know, also along the same lines, like reaching out for help. Like one of my friends, she's like, you're really good at doing that. And I think that's like, you know, not having like any pride, like I can't ask for help. So it might be harder for the widowers to do this. But I I have like several um, little chats, um, either through Facebook or just on text with like groups of friends. Like uh, I have like 10 people in one group. If I have a prayer request, I just send it out, you know, mm-hmm. and I know that there's a group of people um, praying for me. And that we'll talk about that further in an episode about like call on your tribe, call on your people. And so um, a simple step you can do right now is make a list of like your closest people that support you, whether they are relatives or friends or whoever that maybe you start with five, like who are my five biggest supporters and ask them if you can put them in a chat that I find that the most uh, efficient way. Yeah. yeah I, I have, I think two or three chats on Facebook with different groups of friends. And that has been really helpful to be able to be like, I need prayer right now. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, and it's okay to reach out and say, I need prayer. I'm having a hard day. And, For sure. you know, I have lots of friends that do that with me as well. And I, and I like doing that. So I wanted to share just a couple um, verses and then see if you had any and um, a song too, that has helped me during this time. So the first one, let me find that is Nehemiah. Let me find it right here. Nehemiah 810. And this is the NIV version. Nehemiah said, go and enjoy choice food and sweet drinks and send some to those who have nothing prepared. This day is holy to our Lord. Do not grieve for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And I Mm. say that all the time. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I say it to myself all the time when I'm having a hard time or whatever. And just Mm. really, you know, pushing into that joy. And then Psalm, this is the NLT version, Psalm 3011. This is like my favorite because of what I just told you. You have turned my mourning into joyful dancing. You have taken away my clothes of mourning and clothed me with joy. And Mm. I love that. Like love that, you know, just thinking about, um, you know, God just taking away the mourning. I mean, you know, back in the day when it's talking about morning clothes, I don't, you know, people would wear them for a really long time, like the black clothes or the, I don't know biblically what it was. It says in some versions, it says like sackcloths or like something like that. And so it's also saying that God replaced that. And sometimes it takes a while to get to that. And you might not feel like that every single day, but I feel like overall at 11 and a half months, um, I feel like it's true. Like he has, replaced my morning with dancing and for you it may not be like actually dancing but you know something that makes you happy Um, yeah you know and so that's that's something that I really I love that verse and I was trying to think of like um songs that make me happy so basically anything like 90s I love (laughs) turn it up I mean I'm dating myself (laughs) but you know um and then I was thinking of like what's a Christian song that I like and all of a sudden this one came back I think it's actually from the 90s it's called Stomp by Kirk Franklin and it's like so I'm gonna put a link in the description it's just like a praise like you make me want to stomp you know like I don't know how to explain (laughs) it that's totally not it don't quote me on that, but, and I hadn't heard it in years and I just played it before this and I was like, oh yeah, I like this song. And it's just a good soulful song and like just finding something um, that you like uplifting. I noticed that a lot about music. It can put you in a mood. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I noticed that when I was sad and I was listening to like sad music today, I was like, okay, this is making it worse. <laughs> this is not helping. And so for me, for me, it's like turning that into like worship music or like just something fun, you know, that's like, you know, fun eighties or nineties music that helps me. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, just finding that thing, like, you know, so hopefully listeners, you could take some of these ideas that we've given you today and um, start implementing them that you don't want to stay stuck. It's okay to feel it. What we feel, we can heal. You're going to say, hear me say that like every episode pretty much because it's the biggest thing I've learned in grief counseling. And so it's okay. This is what usually happens to me. I feel it for a little bit, but we don't want to stay there. We've talked about that before too. We don't want to stay stuck in the grief. Like I could have just kept listening to music turn out the lights, cry for five hours, but that's not going to do any good. And so my biggest, yeah, you got to, got to put on some hammer pants and go out for a walk. (laughs) (laughs) Hammer (laughs) pants. Oh, here's the the music not to listen to is like Enya. Or like, you know, when you're like, sail away, sail away. away, And you're like, "Ah," Sorry. No, that was perfect. Um, you'll find this in future episodes. Mark likes to like sing everything. So you're no, I don't. (laughs) You're probably gonna hear like little bits of songs here and there. (laughs) Like you say something and a song comes or a movie quote. So Yes, or a movie quote. You know what? Does that give you joy? Like Singing oh, yeah. In the, yeah. I like it a lot. <laughs> Does it give you joy to make people laugh? Yes, big time. I, I feel like that's something for you. Yes. Yes. It's like because it gives someone else joy, but it helps you have joy. Well, it kind of. Oh, you go. No. Were you going to say oh, okay. something? I, I have a feeling this. What were you actually? What were you about to say? As it was going to say, kind of along those lines is also to help yourself feel better is you pour into somebody else. Like, yep you and that's kind of like you make people laugh and you know however you find somebody else like take the focus off yourself because usually it's like you know it's okay to feel it for a little bit but we don't want to stay stuck feeling oh I'm a widow blah 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 post crying selfies (laughs) (laughs) it's a real thing people don't do it um if you have it's okay (laughs) that's not my mo either (laughs) right so the point is like you know, look for somebody, and especially if you're part of the Widow Too Soon community um, on Instagram or Facebook, look for another widow you could just send a message to. And widow, you know, I mean, widow or widower when I say widow. Um, look for someone that you could just send a message to. Hey, can, what can I pray for? Or, you know, what's your story? I'd love to hear it or anything like that. But you were going to say something. Pretty much, as, as I had a feeling I was going to say something very similar to what you said. Is that... <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't work when I do it. Dance, dance, dance. Um, so I have found that blessing somebody mm. brings me joy. Yeah. So I um, do cabinetry and can just generally, you know, figure out how to build things and stuff like that. And so um, fixing something for somebody or I just made a really good friend of mine, Tamara, um, a reptile cage. Nice. And it was a huge blessing for her. But it also, it kept my mind occupied mm-hmm. and it felt so good to give somebody a gift that, um, that they really enjoyed. And it, um, it brought a lot of joy to me to see how grateful she was. And, um, it was fun for me. It was fun to put my mind to work and build something, you know? And, um, so finding a way to bless others, 
um, can bring you joy also. If you know of somebody at your church that's hurting or something, you can bring them dinner. Um, just doing something nice for somebody is a huge blessing. Um, you know, I kind of heard something said that it might sound kind of harsh to anybody who's not a widow or widower, but I think anybody who is will understand this is like, just because they died, you don't have to, but you can keep Mm -hmm. going forward in your life and you feel it. Like you said, you go through and you make sure you feel that pain. Don't ignore the pain. Right. It's going to come, but make sure that you just make the mental um, statement to yourself that I'm not going to live here. Like you're saying, like, I'll feel it, but I'm going to find joy again later. And uh, I think that's like super important. Um, So I actually did have uh, a couple Bible verses I picked out. So my wife's favorite Bible verse uh, or chapter was Romans 12. Mm. She had it completely memorized, not only in English, but in Spanish. Wow. She was uh, bilingual, a little blonde white girl, but she (laughs) was very good at speaking Spanish. Like very, it was, we often had a lot of good times with that when we go to like Mexican food restaurants. Oh yeah something about us and then she'd just start communicating with them in nice. Spanish and they're like no she knows Spanish <laughs> that was kind of awesome. fun but, um, so it's Romans 12 12 rejoice in hope be patient be constant in prayer and um I don't know I just I just like that rejoice in hope it mm-hmm. helps bring me joy to think about my salvation like yeah. that that's a source of joy for me that I'm like I remember going through the trial with Lacey and, oh my gosh, it was so hard. But I just remember saying like, no matter what Satan throws at me, he can't touch my salvation. Mm. And it just gave me this inner strength, mm. like that I pulled from where I was like, you can't touch this. I don't talk to Satan, but like, um, it was you just this. this. Feeling. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sorry. Keep going. That was awesome. Yeah. How do I recover from that? You <laughs> can't touch yeah, this. Keep can't going. Touch it. Anyways. Oh my gosh. I almost went into it and started saying, but I didn't. And then the other one is Galatians 522. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Mm, good. Man. Like those things bring you joy, exercising self-control. It is easy. I mean, you know, how many times in these widow groups do we see people posting about, <laughs> let's just say all the unholy things that they want to mm-hmm. go and do get this certain right. feeling of freedom when all of a sudden after decades and a lot of cases, right. um, you're not married anymore and mm-hmm. people want to just go out and randomly hook up with people or do whatever. And, I mean, to each their own. I don't judge people or anything, but like, that's not going to solve what you're looking no, for. You're going to feel more insane. Grief, you yeah. know, um, but exercising self-control that can bring you joy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I just keep going back to that. Like I'm a walking testimony of Christ's love. People are watching you. If you're a believer, yeah. if whether they're a believer or not, because if they are a believer, they're wondering how, how would God come to them if they were in your situation, but more importantly, if they're not a believer, they're watching mm-hmm. to see if you really believe what you say you've believed for a long time. Yep. And I took great pride, not in like a bad way, right. but I took great pride in constantly telling people like my faith won't be shaken. This is, I, my faith is too strong 
to let this let me waver you know and um like i i just yeah i don't know anyways well, <laughs> off good. on a tangent <laughs> good stuff this is all really really good you know i really feel like people will walk away from this with some ideas we'd also love to hear from you like what are some things that bring you joy you can um, get in contact with us several ways and then I'm going to share with you something new we're doing but you can email us at widowed too soon m as in mark and michelle at gmail.com you can also send us an instant message on instagram on widowed too soon underscore so something new we have decided to implement. We're really excited. We love doing the mm-hmm. lives on Instagram that we've made so many connections, just doing a few of those. And we really want to hear from you and pray for you. And so what we're going to do is we're going to ask if you want to share your story, you can instant message or email that to us. And on our live, we will read your story and pray for you and maybe give you any advice that we have learned along the way. And we just want to build this community of people that are interacting with each other. We want you guys to get to know each other too. We don't want to do all the talking. Mm-hmm. And so we want to hear from you. And so make sure that you follow us on Instagram at widowed too soon underscore. So you can keep up with when we're going to do the lives. They may be different times. And so if you just follow us there, you'll be able to know when we have the lives and we'd love to have you as part of that. We are so excited about building this community. We've already, um, met people in UK, Tanzania, all over the US. I mean, mm-hmm. it's so exciting just getting this feedback that this is something South Africa. People, Yes, this is something that people need and want because there are things for widows, a few things for widowers, but nothing for both in one community that I've ever seen. And so, it's just really cool like just thinking back how God brought us together so that we could lead this community of people that I really, I'm just excited to see what happens. I want it to be where people are praying for each other and sharing their stories and all of the things. So it's just been really fun, you know, to get here to our fourth episode. We're working on improving the sound and just all the little glitches and expanding the ministry as God gives us ideas. And so we just, yeah, thank you for being here. And we hope that this episode brings you joy, that maybe you've had a few laughs <laughs> through <laughs> it and that you can find joy in the everyday, you know, and sometimes it's just even a prayer. God, bring me joy today, please bring me somebody. You know, I literally prayed that today. I didn't, not the joy. I literally prayed, God, bring me someone to bring me encouragement today. And then I told you about my friend, like randomly texting me also Tamara, shout out to Tamara, um, (laughs) texting me, encouraging me in the podcast out of nowhere. And, you know, God brought me joy through that and just taking the time to look for the joy. Maybe it's something your kids did, or maybe, I mean, just, I love just seeing joy and laughter and yeah. Anything else you'd like to add, Mark? Just uh, along the lines of what you're talking about, that I, I would love for people to reach out to us, send messages for prayer requests. And, you know, if you want it to be kept private, please specify that. Right. Um, but we would love to talk with all you guys in live videos. We'll let you know when we're going to do a live video and uh, when we're going to pray for you. And um, we'd love to read your stories um, on the air, so to speak, um, to, to reach out. Because we have these cancer stories, which a lot of people have, too. But some of you may have lost your spouse in a car accident or to some other illness or to COVID or 
whatever it might be, you might be able to specifically relate to somebody else. And, um, you know, I just think if our goal here is to help widows and widowers, then we need as many testimonies as we can get of how God is showing grace right. um, through your trial and through your situation, because we, we can't, we, we're not experts. Like we say, like we're just sharing our experiences and what we've learned. But um, you know, some of you might have advice for us and some of you might not feel the same way we do about stuff. And, you know, we always try to be careful and, and being humble and admitting that there are different, perspectives and different situations mm-hmm. and different scenarios that we don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like losing your spouse is the same in every category. Right. And, um, you know, yeah, I just, uh, I really want to encourage people to share your stories with us, share your experiences with us, tell us what you've learned. And so that we can share that with others because the goal here is to help right. the community. And so we might not be able to do that as um, surviving widows and widowers of cancer. Um, so we could use your testimonies. Um, and you get a cool shout out. We might even sing, uh, some MC hammer to you or something on the air. Special song (laughs) just for you. Oh, why don't we, uh, close in prayer? Sure. All right. I'll dial you hang up. Okay. (laughs) Sounds good. Okay. God, I just thank you for this time to be with our widow and widower community and this opportunity and through technology to be able to talk to people. Mm -hmm. You've given us stories. We pray that they help others. And I pray for every single person listening to this right now, whenever they listen, that you will cover them with peace and you will give them joy today, today, Mm -hmm. wherever they're at. That you'll just something that brings joy to them will happen today and you will make yourself real to them today with the joy that you bring to them and that they will find more avenues to have joy and that you will bring like people into their life that are funny to make them laugh and just that they can feel okay about joy because you mm. you invented joy and i pray for everyone here that you will turn their morning into dancing and you will bring joy back into their lives yes yes father I agree with all that. And I just, I also pray just for um, your supernatural peace to Mm -hmm. just rain and shower on everybody listening who's feeling pain and let them feel the joy of their salvation. Let Mm -hmm. them feel how beautiful it is that we have salvation through Christ Mm -hmm. and we're going to spend an eternity with God the Father Mm -hmm. in his presence and his perfect paradise that he is building for us. We pray that you let them feel that joy. And um, I pray that you help keep us humble in what we mm-hmm. say, at least that we uh, come across that way so that we don't sound like, you know, so that everybody can relate to us. We just want to build this community. Um, yeah. And I just, I thank you for this opportunity to speak to people. And most, um, most above all for us, I pray that you would give us wisdom and discernment Um to never say anything that could possibly hurt somebody on the air or offend somebody. Cause we don't want to do that. Our goal is to help people. Um, and we pray all of these things in Jesus precious name. Amen. Amen. All right. Thanks for listening. We will see you again next week.